Today, I will be pulling back the curtain and sharing our vision of Millionaire University and how we plan on making MU a billion dollar company over the next 10 years. More importantly, we will help you come up with a business plan of your own so you can get where you want to go. Thanks for uh, sending over the business plan. Like I said, I'm not very corporate, so I wasn't expecting anything crazy corporate. It's just good to help me visualize and see things down on paper and gives us something to go by. A couple of days ago, I was on a call with Brian Guerin and talking to him about the possibility of him coming aboard and helping us with the growth of Millionaire University. When I have to like come with a business plan, it's good. People have to see the vision, right? But it's hard. This happens and we'll do this and we can go this way. And here's one path we can go or we can go this we way. We have a big way. vision yeah. for Millionaire yeah. University. Like, and last week, as I was thinking like, about the next steps we needed to take, I sent Brian the following text. <laughs> what if we did this? We buy 20 hours of your time per week with the goal of bringing you on full time. You'll get a salary, but you'll also be earning stock in MU. Our plan is to make MU a billion dollar company over the next 10 years, which I think with the right team is very doable. If that happens, 100,000 in MU stock today will be worth $10 million. I shortly got a text back from Brian and he expressed his interest and asked me if I could send him over a business plan. Heck yes, I'll send it right over, I started to text. Then I paused before hitting the send button. Did I have a business plan? I felt like I did. I mean, it seemed so clear in my mind how we would create this incredible business and help so many people and change the world. I make a lot of money doing it. But as I thought through it, I didn't have a plan, at least not one that was written down or one that I could easily articulate to someone. Shoot, would Brian still be in? I deleted the text and told Brian I wanted to make some updates to the plan and I would get it to him next week. Over the next few days, I worked on a plan to send Brian. It was actually a lot harder than I thought. And I came up with two or three iterations before I finally sent him something. I started off sharing the problem that I believe that Millionaire University would solve. The problems with our college education system. The problems with the online education space. I talked about the general problem of so many people in this world that are incredibly dissatisfied with their current life and economic situation. I then went through the mission and vision of Millionaire University and broke down a plan to become a billion dollar organization over the next 10 years. Brian loved the plan and wanted to hop on a call to discuss in more detail. It's helping people improve their life where they're at based on their skills, their background, what they're good at, what they, they're not good at. I don't wanna just put everybody in the exact same thing. Right, like, right. Everyone should go do this because that's what most online marketers do. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of starting and like growing this audience, but also creating this vision and momentum as we go kind of similar to what i did with my other business but just on this will be on a whole another scale right, right? right for anyone who's interested in hearing more about what brian and i talked about on this call i'll drop an edited version at the end of this episode but for now i want to share with you more of my thoughts on business plans if you should have one if you shouldn't what it should look like how long it should be when and how you should use it if you do have one and how to write a business plan of your own in fact i know it's been a while but i've come up with six steps to help you get where you want to go in your business and in life so sit back or lean in get ready to take some notes and let's dive in so first off, let's answer the question, should you have a business plan for your business? And the answer is yes, absolutely. Well, maybe, kind of. Okay, let me explain. I remember almost 20 years ago, wow, I'm getting old, when I started my first business, I mean, it seemed pretty straightforward. I had already sold Satellite Dish and now I was going to be a retailer selling Satellite Dish. Sure, we had to order some inventory and do some things a little bit differently, but overall it was pretty basic go sell satellite dish, get paid, make sure people don't cancel. 
Yes, we had more responsibilities, but we also got paid more money. What was the main objective? Sell as many satellite dishes as we could. Pretty straightforward. But then one day I was talking to a friend of mine who knew a thing or two about business, I suppose, and they wanted to come over and talk to me. And they wanted to help me write this business plan. So I said, okay, sure. And we started writing the plan. They started asking me all these questions that I had no idea about. And I didn't really see how these questions or the things they were asking me or trying to get me to do would help me sell more satellite dishes to make more money to grow my business and help take care of my family. Quite frankly, it just felt like a bunch of busy work. Like they wanted me to identify my avatar and my ideal client and the prospect and what it looked like. And it wasn't that complicated. I'd go pick a place to go knock doors and I would knock those doors. And if it sold well, I'd keep selling there. If not, I'd change up the area, go somewhere else. But yet here I was working with this person and they were trying to get me to write this long business plan with all these details about my core values and my mission statement. I just wanted to provide for my family. So while in a sense, I had a basic business plan at the time in my own mind and had written down some notes and some things that I wanted to accomplish at that time with just myself and Tara, a team of two who were married, we did not need this full fledged corporate business plan. But what I will say is as I've worked with people throughout the years, and especially more recently, as I've gotten my sea legs back and I'm starting to work with more and more current and future potential entrepreneurs on their business, I realize most people don't have a plan at all. Like I'm not talking about a big long corporate document or anything like that. Like they have no plan. They have no vision. They don't know where they're going. So yes, you do have to have a plan. You do have to have some clarity. You do have to know where you're going and how you're going to get there. You just don't have to overcomplicate it. And your plan will and will need to evolve and adapt over time. Like in the instance with Brian, my plan was fine up until the point where an outside person like Brian literally wanted to see the plan. Otherwise, the more people and investors that are involved in your business, the more in depth then the more clear and the more detailed your plan will need to be. Now, as far as this podcast is concerned, I'm not going to help you break down a super corporate type plan. Like if you want to go out and raise billions of dollars or millions of dollars for your business, something that professional angel investors would want to see. If you're going to do that, then you're going to have to go online, probably get a consultant that does that specifically and work with them. The plan that I'm talking about is a plan which is often referred to as like a lean plan, a plan that you can write quickly and easily adapt to. Basically a plan that would fit probably about 99% of the people, current entrepreneurs or would-be entrepreneurs out there. This isn't necessarily something I looked up and found online. It's just kind of me thinking about the way that I operate and that most people that I know that have been successful, kind of how they operate and the way they look at things. Okay, so hopefully that helps answer the question on should you have a business plan? The answer is yes, but to what extent and how much depth will depend on where you are in your business. But regardless, you should always have some level of some kind of plan in some way or you won't get anywhere. Okay, so let's dive into the six steps of writing your business plan. Step one is the outline. Now there's a chance if you're just getting going that this could be your entire plan for the time being. This entire process of writing your business plan should not take you more than 20 to 30 minutes. You can always go back and you should go back and add and adapt, but remember, keep it simple. So with that in mind, don't let yourself take any more than five minutes on the outline. 
This is important because while most people don't have any plan to speak of, there's a whole nother group of people who are constantly planning, who have vision board after vision board, are always thinking and analyzing and learning, but never doing. But having a plan means nothing. Learning means nothing. This entire podcast will mean nothing to you if you are not executing and taking effective action where it really counts. Okay, back to the outline. Now, this is going to be super simple. In fact, it's so simple. If you don't pay close attention, you might miss it because you're like, oh, wait, did I miss it? Because it's that simple. Take any kind of digital document. For me personally, I use Google Docs. Uh, sometimes I even just shoot myself an email when I'm writing stuff like this. But any kind of digital document, you can even write it on paper if you want. I like digital because you can easily go back and change things up if you want. And I want you to write down the words, what, when, why, and how. And then just simply start filling in those questions in whatever manner you want. There's no right or wrong answer. I'm not a big fan of rules. In fact, there might be rules, but so you can break them. Like change these steps up however you want that I'm sharing with you. Do it in your way that makes sense for you. But for example, under what you could write, what you want to accomplish, what you want to do. And you can be as general or as specific as you want. It just depends on where you currently are. And under what, I would actually focus on two things. I would focus on what you want to do and what you want to make. So for example, if you think you might be good at washing cars, you might write, make $200,000 per year with a mobile car detail business. And in that scenario, we covered the when as well because we mentioned that we want to do that per year. Now, maybe your goal is to make a million dollars selling dog toys and you think it might take you three years to get there. Then under what you'd write, make a million dollars selling dog toys. And under when you would write within three years. Now be sure to specify whether you wanna be making a million dollars per year in the three years or whether you wanna make a million dollars collectively over the three years. Once again, I'm gonna reiterate, there are no rules here. Like if you're like, oh, but I don't, what should I do the what or the when here? Like stop like overthinking it, do it however you want. It doesn't totally matter. Once again, my goal, our goal here at Millionaire University is always empowerment. In fact, this outline that I'm coming up with isn't something that I typically do exactly in this way. I'm just trying to get inside of my brain as much as I can to think through what I do and how to help people know how to do it on their own. But you do not need to follow like an exact thing. This is all just to help you take action, get into motion and get where you want to get in life. So as long as you do that, that is the end goal. I want to continue to untrain you to what society has taught us. Like this is not something that I'm going to look at and give you a passing or failing grade. Like as long as it works for you, then you win. Okay. Next you want to write down why you're trying to accomplish the thing that you're trying to accomplish. Once again, don't overthink it. Don't try to get too like, Oh, just write down why you want to do it. And you'll probably have several reasons. If you want to quit your job, write that down. If you're tired of being stressed out over not being able to pay the bills or just going month to month, write that down. If you want to buy a bigger house, get a nicer car, be able to travel more, give to charity, help a family member, write it down. Now your why might not have anything at all to do with your business, but if it does, write that down as well. So for example, if you are starting a car detailing business, 
your why may not necessarily be that you want to make the world a better place by cleaning cars. I mean, it could be, but it doesn't necessarily need to be. Like, don't worry about that. It might simply be that you don't like your job and you felt like this was a low barrier to entry of something that a lot of people need, a service that a lot of people would pay you for. And you're like, I've washed cars before. I know how to do that. And or I know of people that could help me wash the cars. And so this is the vehicle, no pun intended, that I am choosing to help me get the other things that I want in life. That's totally fine. But in another example, let's say that you are starting a business helping parents with autistic children. And that's something that you're deeply driven towards and motivated by and pulled to, then that would be a part of your why. And it's totally fine if you also have that you want to travel. That's cool too. No rules. This is your game to play. So then in as much detail or lack of detail, you're going to write how you're going to accomplish this goal, essentially, that you've set. Remember, this is just an outline and it will evolve over time. So write as much or as little as you want. You're going to write what you're doing, when you're going to do it, why you're doing it, and how you're going to do it. So now for steps two through six, I was going to say now we're going to actually write your business plan. But the truth is we already started and your business plan will never be complete. Think of it as a living ongoing thing that you're constantly adapting to and evolving with. Don't ever get stuck in your plan that you wrote out. As you take action, things are going to change. You're going to have different information by which you should have a different plan. So once again, while knowing where you're heading is crucial, you're going to constantly be changing how you're going to get there and why you're getting there. And you might even change where you're going. So keep all that in mind when writing this out. This is just the beginning. It does not, nor should it be perfect. Perfection is the enemy. Okay, disclaimer is over. The next two steps both have to do with vision. Now remember, the outline was just to help you get the juices flowing. So you may, depending on how much detail you wrote down, you may have already written down a lot of this. And so you can just do some copying and pasting, or you might want to totally start from scratch. It doesn't matter. First, before you do anything, you want to start with personal vision, and then we'll get into the vision of your business. Now, why would you want to start with personal vision? I'm telling you right now, this is crucial. You want to start with personal vision because if you create a business that does not fit your personal vision, you are either going to be number one, absolutely miserable, or number two, you're not going to be committed to the business. You're not going to stick with it. You're going to fizzle out. Okay, so back to personal vision. Basically for this step, you're just gonna write out what you want your life to look like. Don't overcomplicate this, don't try to make it perfect. Whatever comes to your mind, what does your ideal life look like? I didn't say perfect life, I just said what does your ideal life look like? Now you might wanna use the four Fs as a guide, family, faith, fitness, finance, and I'll add fun as a fifth F, because who doesn't wanna have fun, right? So here's what I wrote mine. And I gave mine a timestamp of over the next year because we're going to be traveling for the next year. And these are kind of the things that I want to make sure that I focus on personally during that time. I wrote traveling and connecting with my family and being in the moment, having fun with them and engaging, be engaged with my children, teach, lead and guide them, but be short to anger and frustration. Continue to create and foster a strong relationship and connection with Tara. Have lots of fun together and spend lots of time talking about other things besides business or intense conversations, which is something we like to talk about a lot, but we want to work on just having more fun, playful conversations and experiences as well. 
Next, I wrote, work out a minimum of five times a week, which can include surfing, pickleball, swimming, snorkeling, gym, or running. I don't get into too much detail about that because physical fitness is something that I typically do pretty naturally. It's just something that I want to make sure that I keep going. But if it's something that you struggle with, you probably want to be a little more specific here. Next, I wrote, continue to work on mental health and well-being and peace. Serve in church and community, get good sleep, and keep frustrations and anger to a minimum. Be at peace. So this is something else I sometimes struggle with. I get very intense and excited and I get really into things, but sometimes it's hard for me to just, you know, be in the moment, the whole zen, oh, right? Like that's a challenge for me, but it's something that I want to work on. Not at the expense of all the other cool things I'm doing, right? But that's kind of part of the challenge, part of the fun is, okay, how do you have this peacefulness, this peaceful feeling, this serenity of life, but also how do you push yourself to grow and learn and develop, right? That's kind of a place where I'm at or want to get, I should say. And the last one, although it sounds business related, it is personal because that is what leads into me creating the business vision. And it basically says helping people. Like that's what I love doing. I love helping them see and realize what's possible, how they can change their life, how they can change their circumstances, especially when it comes to their finances and how they can come up with solutions to accomplish the things they want to do. So I wrote helping people and then I wrote working 25 to 30 hours a week and creating an amazing platform with Millionaire University. Then I kind of wrote down my ideal day, which once again, keep in mind, this will be while we're traveling. So this probably won't pertain to you. So write it out so it makes sense to you. I wrote, wake up at seven, exercise until about 8.30. That may include snorkeling, swimming in the ocean, going for a run. I might be listening to some audio content while I'm running, might head to the gym. Actually, it should say wake up at seven, take 20 to 30 minutes to just kind of either meditate or think or listen to an audio, just kind of get in a good space. If there's anything that's bothering me, like work through that. Then at 7.30, go and exercise and then get back around 8.30, finish eating breakfast probably around nine, work for a few hours on average, probably about four maybe five hours per day while the kids are doing homeschool and Brogan's helping work with us. And then we go do like a fun family adventure together. Like that's kind of what my ideal day looks like for the next year. Okay. So anyway, once again, as you see, like I did this pretty quickly. I kind of did it on the fly, I even added some things as I was talking, but it does not have to be perfect. And now I can go back and change this up however I want over time, adapt it as I need or want to. Now, the reason why doing this is so important first of all, is because I believe that for the most part, our business that we create is to serve our personal vision. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not only to serve our personal vision. It's also to serve and help other people. But if you don't create your business plan and vision and execution in a way that does serve your personal vision, then you probably won't be very motivated, happy, fulfilled. It's like the whole thing, like you got to put your own oxygen mask on first before you're able to help other people. And also, I believe that you can create a freaking amazing, insane, really cool business helping a lot of people, but also doing it in a way that works for you. But if you just go out guns a blazing and you think the reason why you're creating this business is to help your family and spend more time with them, but then you're not spending time with them and you're not helping them and you're not seeing them, 
it's all going to be for naught. You're going to get burnt out. It's not going to make any sense. You're going to not really like what you're doing or your life, your spouse and your kids, whoever's in your life is going to be frustrated. And then people say, oh, my family is my why. It's like, well, doesn't look like it, right? Like I have lived in all kinds of houses, all shapes and sizes from little apartments all the way to currently living in essentially a resort, right? And I'm telling you, while having a nice home and a nice area is nice, if you don't have peace, harmony, love, connection, it, it doesn't matter. I would choose a shack in the middle of nowhere any day, any time. I would rather live in a tent or an RV in happiness and love and being connected with those that are most important to me than living in the world's biggest castle or whatever it is and not having that love connection and the things that matter most to me in my life. Now, the difference is, keep in mind, I am not in a spot where I have to work to make money. So that's where your personal vision will like adjust based on your personal situation. For me, I just came to the realization, it's like I sold my business, I wasn't working, and that was cool for a while, but then I wasn't feeling fulfilled, but then I started working, and I was working too much, and then I was not fulfilled, and I was frustrated. I'm like, what am I wasting my time for? Why am I doing all this stuff? And I wasn't happy because I didn't have to be working, right? But it's totally different if your back is against the wall and you need to make money. Like right now, Tyson, my brother-in-law, he's in a spot where he has to make money. So while his personal vision will include seeing his kids like once every other week, and doing some fun things, it's gonna be a little different. He's going to need to put in that 40 to 50 hour work week in order to reach his goals. Make sense? But you can do this for the future too, right? Like do your personal vision for maybe the next year and then do it how you want it to look in three years and then how you'd like to look in five years or something like that. Keep it simple, don't overdo it. You can always change, adapt it. But personal vision is key before writing out your business plan. Also, I want to make a note here and point out the fact that I did not include my personal vision when I wrote my email to Brian. So while this might be the first step in creating your business plan, it probably isn't necessarily something that you're going to send out to someone who you're trying to get on your team or a potential investor or anything like that or share with your employees specifically. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't have anything to hide. I mean, obviously I'm broadcasting this on a podcast that anyone can listen to. And Brian knows that we plan on traveling and having fun and, and doing certain things, but it's just not necessarily that important to someone else who is not you. It's all about the WIIFM, right? Like what's in it for me? Like you gotta think of the other person. What is it that they care about? What are their needs, wants? What did they wanna see? They wanna see what the vision is, what the goals are. And, and things like that. Anyway, your business plan for the most part might just be just for you. But in the event that you do share it with someone in the future, keep that in mind. You probably don't need to include this part. So keep it all on a document somewhere. And if anyone wants to see it, just copy and paste the rest of it that does not include this, or you can adapt that as well. Okay, cool. So you want to keep your personal vision in mind as you're working on your business vision. And you want to make sure that your business vision does not interfere or ruin your personal vision. So for me, for example, I have to keep going back to my personal vision and make sure that the things that I'm doing in my business vision don't take away, interfere, or ruin this. I call them my non-negotiables. 
for you, your non-negotiables might include stuff like you don't want to miss your kids' sporting events. So you want to create a business and a life that can fit within that. It might include that you want to go on a weekly date with your spouse. It might include that you want to go on a couple trips per year. Cool, make that plan. But once again, don't be unrealistic. If you have absolutely no money, no business right now, you're trying to figure out how you can quit your job. It's not like you have a bunch of excess money in the bank and your personal vision is I want to have a jumbo jet within a year and I want to work two hours a week and travel the world and give to a bunch of charities. And Okay, that's not realistic. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> Okay, so step three is where we start to get into your business vision. And you're gonna start out by writing your mission statement. Now, once again, unless tons of investors or hundreds of people are going to see this, don't overcomplicate it, keep it super simple. You can always change it up later on. All your vision statement really needs to say is what you want to do in your business. For example, if you're going to sell dog toys, you might say something like create the world's best dog toys that will make happier dogs and help their owners connect with them. If you're going to start a car detailing business, you might say start a mobile car detailing business so busy people can focus more on spending time with their family, doing the things they love, have a great looking clean car and not have to worry about it. Like I literally came up with both of these within seconds. So don't spend too much time on it. You can always change it up whenever you want. In the email I sent to Brian, I wrote mission and vision of MU. We believe that anyone can create wealth and financial freedom and live a prosperous and fulfilling life. Our mission is to provide a platform that meets individuals where they are and helps them create a vision and goals that align with their personal situation, needs, wants, and then helps them carry out that vision and plan while being able to adapt and pivot at any time on their journey. MU takes the benefits of college, removes the inefficiencies, and adds the benefits of the online world with more guidance. We believe in an earn-while-you-learn, hands-on approach to education and wealth creation, allowing our students, aka clients, to graduate rich, not broke. So a couple things to point out here. Number one, you might be saying, well, that's not really a mission statement. That was lots of statements. And you're absolutely right. I love breaking rules. I love doing it how I want. Not that there was even a rule that I couldn't write several statements, but that's just what I felt like writing when I sent this to Brian. Now, this was not like the official mission statement or statements of Millionaire University before, but these are a lot of the ideas and concepts that we had developed up until that time. And this will not be our end-all be-all mission statement for the next 10 years either. We'll continue to change and adapt the messaging and the mission statements or whatever you want to call it over time. But generally speaking, this helps give us a vision and clarity, both for us, our clients, employees, and anyone that we'll be working with in the future of what we're all about, where we're going, what the goals are here at Millionaire University. So depending on you and your business, keep it super simple, or you can get a little more elaborate like we did here in this example. Steps three and four are going to be goals and timelines. And I put these two together because they kind of go hand in hand. Under goals, you're going to include both money goals and you're going to include certain milestones that you want to reach or accomplish in your business. And then it's super important that you give a timeline, a timestamp as to when you're going to do these things. And you might notice the reason why I had you do the outline, the pre-work, if you will, is so you already have an idea of what to write here and now you can elaborate on that. So once again, this is gonna totally depend on your situation. A lot of people will write like a 12 month goal, a three year goal and a five year 
goal or a 10-year goal. When I had my first business, I mean, I was considering what would happen years down the road, but I was looking 12 months out, baby. We needed to make a million dollars within 12 months, and that was my focus. In my email to Brian, I created a 10-year billion-dollar roadmap. I first started out by explaining how we would come to the billion dollar evaluation. And while I'm not an expert at evaluating companies, my assumption was if we can get to about $200 million per year, that should probably put us at about a billion dollar evaluation. I then went through and wrote out a sentence or two for each year on what our goal would be for that year and or an amount of revenue that we would try to reach in that year. Year one would be all about focusing on free content, audience growth, and starting to get sponsorships for the podcast. Year two would be all about launching the Millionaire University online community and start spending more money on ads to increase our reach. Essentially, the goal being to spend and invest money and time up front in growing our audience and then start monetizing through sponsorships on the podcast and then reach more people and generate more revenue in year two with the launch of our online community. Idea being spending more in year one than we're making about breaking even in year two and then in year three launching some higher level higher priced programs that could start generating some real income for millionaire university so as far as the money breakdown goes essentially year one would be a lost with Tara and I spending or investing up to half a million dollars in seed money year two would be really increasing the revenue through the new program but also increasing the ad spend to continue to bring in more people and then the goal of bringing in 10 million dollars in year three with our higher level programs and and turning a profit. Then year four, developing more of a sales team, doing $20 million in revenue. Year five, 46, 77, 100. Year eight, 150. Year nine, 200 million. And then year 10, reaching our billion dollar evaluation. So then step five for your business plan is essentially the how, how you're going to accomplish it, the tactics, the strategies. What's the plan of attack? What are you going to do to accomplish your goals and hit these timelines. Once again, this doesn't have to come in any specific order. And I already covered some of this in my timeline and prior in explaining how we'll take on a strategy of starting with free high value content to create a large massive audience and movement, if you will. We'll then monetize that through paid sponsorships on the podcast. Then later on, we'll create online programs and courses and things like that for us, probably a general program at the beginning. And then later on, we can branch into more specifics. And then over time, have some higher level programs, coaching programs, mastermind groups, certifications, etc. And then maybe someday have an actual physical school where people can come attend and be surrounded with like-minded people and mentors and advisors and professors, if you will, millionaire professors, millionaire mentors who can help them start, grow, and scale their business. I also explained how we would be using MU stock as a way to help incentivize other team members, employees, and possibly even future clients to help us grow the Millionaire University platform and community. And then for step six, and this might sound like it's out of order. And as you heard me mention earlier, I actually wrote this earlier on in the email, but I want you to write down the problem that you will be solving. 
Now you may have already partly done this through your mission statement, or even in writing out how you plan to carry out and execute your plan. But the reason why I put this at the end is because it may not be clear to you what problem you are solving until you go through the rest of this. But once again, if and when you actually send this plan to someone else or after you get done writing it in this way, you might wanna put the problem earlier on in the actual written plan. Okay, so let's review. Step one, write your outline. What, when, why, and how. Step two is to write out your personal vision. Step three is where we start getting into the business vision, starting with your mission statement. Steps four and five are goals and timelines. And step six, if you have not already done so, after you've gone through these exercises, you can probably more easily identify the problem in which your business is or will be solving. All right, guys, well, I hope that makes sense. I ended up going a little longer than I had thought, but I wanted to cover several different situations and scenarios because I see so many people either, number one, not have a vision, not have goals, not have a business plan, not have a path, or they get too analytical in it and they try to write this 40 to 100 page plan and they never actually take action. And action execution is all that really matters. Like your plan is worthless if you do not execute. Also, you should adapt and adjust this plan often. In fact, I would update it at least once a quarter, but it depends on the situation. Like if you one day have this idea or concept that you wanna go down a certain path a different way, then feel free to change it up completely. Now, once again, there's a big difference between being wishy-washy and not being committal and seeing a huge opportunity because you took action in a certain direction and you decided to pivot in a way that makes sense, right? So just wanna make sure we're clear, don't get shiny object syndrome and be jumping all over the place all the time. There's a million ways to make a million dollars. You can make money in any industry doing anything, but it is focus that will make you rich. So make sure that you don't end up being one of those people that are just meandering all over, don't have a focus, don't have a vision, don't know where you're going, and you get shiny object syndrome and are always jumping all over the place because you won't get anywhere, I promise. All right, guys, so that's your homework. Write out your business plan and literally don't take more than half hour on this. But feel free to send it to me or if you have any questions, I'm sure there's gonna be questions, reach out to me, justin at millionaireuniversity.com and I will be happy to answer those individually or on the air. Oh, also something really exciting. Like I started recording this episode a day or two ago and I just got done talking to Brian Guerin again. So it's a different call than the one that you heard at the beginning and then the one that I'm going to play for you at the end of this. And we had a great talk and, oh, he sent me an email prior to the call that we just had and he is in, he's all in. So we're super excited. We're gonna start out with him working with us part-time while he continues to run Ricochet and seeing where it goes. So I'm super stoked for that. You guys are gonna be hearing more from him. He's going to be bringing his years of expertise and helping a lot of businesses grow here to the Millionaire University platform. And I couldn't be more pumped. Once again, remember to stay tuned for the end if you wanna be a fly on the wall and hear more of the conversation that we had while talking about vision and the mission of Millionaire University and how you can better create your vision and mission for you and your business. If you like this episode, please share with a friend. If you have yet to leave us a rating and review, please do so. Also remember to follow us wherever you are listening now. And if you have yet to do so, go to millionaireuniversity.com training to get your free business training course. 
Other than that, keep taking action where it counts. One day at a time, it is consistent and persistent actions over a long period of time that help you reach your goals. Starting and running and growing a successful business really is not that hard. It's just a matter of taming the beast that is your mind. Do that and you will guaranteed succeed beyond your wildest dreams. We have some incredible lessons coming up, including how to hire, train, work with partners, employees, all of the above. So stay tuned for that lesson and many more to come on the Millionaire University podcast. But until that time, class dismissed. So then next it'll be the online programs. I know I've already sent this something. I'm just talking yeah, through yeah. it. Um, online programs where, and, and the idea there is that's where pour even more gasoline on the fire. Because if we're bringing in money, we can create a bunch of self self liquidation offers, programs where it's like, maybe we're making a little bit of money, but the goal is just pile it on. Mm -hmm. So I started my business and for eight months I did the podcast and then I started this group that was doing well but I was like, ah, like I need to do more. And Russell Brunson was my mentor at the time. And he's like, do you have a high ticket thing? I'm like, no, cause those are like scammy. And like, I'd been ripped off in the past by some, anyway, I won a car that I never got, oh. but I wasn't really even ripped off. Cause I ended up making a bunch of money and it was fine, you're you right. know? So, but anyway, but he's like, well, just cause that guy did that. Does that mean you're going to do that? He's like, and you're paying me $25,000 to be in this group. But I'm like, touche. Yeah. So literally at that event we sent out an email our list wasn't even like that huge right but we had people who trusted us and we sent out an email and within like a week we had 13 people pay us 25 grand to be in this mastermind group wow. right so it's like one of the the concept is do the free stuff create like this pent-up demand then you launch a, a program but a lot of it is off off of like the people that know like and trust you so you have like a solid core and then you start pouring a bunch of money behind that. Mm -hmm. Create webinar funnels, challenge funnel. Just bring in a ton of people. You're just growing your audience massively. And maybe the company isn't making like a ton of money from that. Uh, enough to pay whoever we have working with us and pay for ad spend and all that. But then eventually, okay, so now we want to scale even more. Okay, we hire a sales team. We keep running like webinar funnels to get people warmed up. It's just... It's it's uh, addition and multiplication, right. right? It's like, hey, pay this guy commission, pay him this much. Okay, we need ten of these guys. We need to, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's great. I I love it. So, in terms of like, um, and this is just me being curious, like with the valuation being a billion, or uh, excuse me, the um, you valued it currently at two or ten, 10, 10 million. million, and yeah. obviously I know that it's you know obviously you're small you said so that's kind of based off of what you put behind it or is that like if yeah you were to go there's a lot of ways today, would someone actually pay 10 million no 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 there's a lot of ways to look at an evaluation like pre-revenue right right but really it's it's all based on what someone thinks could happen in the future right essentially really all evaluation you know? is. and it also allows us to bring in a lot of people to to help with a lot of a lot of things and still have a lot of room for growth right so for me, I actually see MU in a sense as being like potentially multiple companies that are each worth millions and millions of dollars. If I was saying, oh, we're going to like do this thing and someday maybe it'll be worth a couple million or whatever. Yeah, then I wouldn't evaluate it where it is. But essentially, this is like pretty much my life's work, mm -hmm. right? 
um, until we stop world hunger <laughs> 10 years right. down the road, right? But it's like, I feel like we're in our prime more than we've ever been. I'm 40 years old, you know, got a little great, got a little bit of experience behind yeah. me, but I'm not, sometimes I struggle with walking. <laughs> <laughs> Wise, but not old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like, what do I want to do for the next 10 years? I've already retired a couple of times. I realize that's not, you know, we are going to go travel with our family, but I enjoy it. I like talking to people. I love talking about business. Yeah. And I'm like, what would I want to do with my time? So it's essentially, you have myself, my wife, we're not getting paid at least at the beginning and we're investing a bunch of our own money. Right. So to me, it's like, I think it can become a billion dollar business and anyone who comes on and they're like, how can you prove? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'll just point it right back at them. It's like, well, if you're going to help us grow this thing, I want to hear how you're going to help us get right. there. Right. And right. so at the end of the day, like if we fall short, we fall short, but that's why first off my initial idea to give stock to people, it's like, they come on the podcast, they're willing to come on anyway, but I'm going to give them like a hundred dollars of stock just cause it's kind of fun. Right. right. So the way I look at that, it's like giving them a hundred bucks valued at 10 million, you know, but someday it could be worth $10,000. If they collaborate and give, share a bunch of things or higher level content, it's worth even more. But it's like, I mean, I'm confident in myself cause we're kind of, I'm running the ship. I'm a part of it. Right. But yeah, most startups, most businesses, like, you invest in a bunch of different things. Some work out, some don't. Right. So I'm a little cocky, just getting a little confident. Like, I think we can do yeah. it. Are there any guarantees? No, there's no guarantees. And that's why I'm setting it up. Like people that I'm talking to, like you, you remind me of this guy that used to work uh, with me. You're at a much higher level than he was when I first started working with him. The cool thing about him is he was very teachable and he came in at a very like low entry, but he was still smart. He was a marketer. He he knew how to copyright. He had two degrees, but it just worked out. I have to pay him a lot at the beginning, but then over time, we were just like this not this team, right? right? He was writing emails, and so I'm like, man, if I had like several of him on the team and like other influencers and just all these different things coming together, yeah. I don't know. I think it could be pretty. But once again, my goal is always like, what are the needs of the people that? I'm working with. Right. And the truth is, I don't, this sounds crazy. Like, I don't care if we do this deal that I sent, you know what I mean? Like I, I do, but I don't. Right. right. It's more like I have a vision of where we want to go. And it's like, who are the right people in the right way? Mm -hmm. Get the right people on the bus in the right seat. That could be Brian, like just hopping on a podcast every once in a while, whatever, you right. know, that could be us paying Brian a little bit of money to help us with a couple marketing things. And then Maybe he goes off and does his own thing and that's cool too. And we interview him at some point, you know what I mean? Right. Whatever. So I don't totally care. I'm just very open to always like discussing the future vision with people. Yeah. And then to me, you find just the few right key people like those I've had, like just a couple very few small people who have helped me grow my other businesses to multi-million dollar businesses. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, not everyone works out. I've worked with lots of people. It hasn't worked out and that's okay right. too but I'm trying to structure this in a way where it's like a win-win no matter what. Right. So it's like, let's say you or someone like you who comes on, we do want to bring someone on at some point, to help us with some marketing. Yeah. Right. And then at some point, even more people, but I'm like, okay, Brian, super smart guy, super good looking. No, I'm just kidding. He has all the charisma. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you make good money, but you're not at the point where it would be impossible to replace or partially replace your income. And then you could grow into the upside. Right. So that's why I was like, okay, if you were making like right now, like seven figures, I'd be like, keep killing it, man. We'll come bring you on every once in a while. Right. And, 
maybe there's a different way we can work together. But after I was like, ah, it could be the right fit because you're a super high level guy, but I feel like there's a path to possibly growing together. Mm-hmm. And once again, whether it's you or someone else, it's just, that's like kind of what I'm looking for right now. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, I agree. And that's obviously why I keep wanting to talk with you and explore this yeah. further, because it does feel like as we keep talking, the puzzle pieces keep falling in place to where it seems like it would be a really good opportunity for the both of us. And I do think, like you said, me personally, I'm in that position where, yeah, I could go continue on and do what I want to do, but I'm also not a seven figure guy yet. But that is absolutely yeah. my goal and has been since I started. But finding your success, it doesn't always just happen over, obviously not overnight, but also not always just by yourself. It takes finding right opportunities and the right people and being in a position where, like I said, my thing is always being fulfilling and having an impact in what I'm doing. And I'm still on that journey to find exactly what that is. And something like this has always been on my mind of like, cause I love going on podcasts. I love talking. And whenever people have asked me a lot of podcasts I've been on, it leads to a lot of people emailing me and asking me questions about how'd you do it? What this, that, and the other thing, what did you do when, when that uh-huh. happened? And, I really enjoy just sharing my experience that. so that I can totally. kind of help someone who they might be 10 yes. steps behind me, but 10 steps ago, I was there. And here's what yeah. I did to get to step two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yep. nine, ten. 10. Um, yep. So that, yeah, so I, I, I'm being long winded, but I, you know, it, no. it might be a great opportunity. That's why I want to keep talking about it with you. And to that end, so you mentioned the marketing, then um, the message you sent on Friday, obviously very intriguing to me. Um, what types of, and I know I don't have any of this set in stone yet, so we're just wrapping, but in terms of the marketing, what did you have in mind for what marketing you want to do with MU and Five Oak or both? What was your thoughts Yeah, so, so something you'll probably learn about me, especially if we work together, is I have a plan, but I also like am very open. I'm, I'm more of a ready, fire, and let's dive Malleable in. planning. Very malleable, yeah. right? So to me, this is how I look at it. A long time ago, I hired this guy and he was like, hey, like if I get all my stuff done, I like three, can I be done working at three every day? And I'm like, what do you mean get all the stuff done? <laughs> There's like, the stuff is never done. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, if that's the arrangement you want to make, that's fine, but I'll we'll have to be aware of it. We'll have to work. Anyway, bottom line is like, to me, there's an infinite, like if we did all this stuff, we would be a hundred billion dollar company, <laughs> like, you know, tomorrow, right. right? Like we did all this stuff by tomorrow. So to me, like it'd be impossible for you to ever do all the things that I think you could do to help us grow this. Company. Right. So my goal is to always put people in the highest and best use of their time, what they thrive in, but also what helps the growth. And that's what we do in our companies, right? And that's what you do in your company, right. obviously. Well, and that's right? like, like me, my goal is to always be on the lookout and hire people who are smarter than me at specific things, totally. because that's the only way to grow. I, like, I can only take one of my companies as far as I can personally take it. But if I mm-hmm. am really great at delegating and hiring the right people, then I can take it as yep. big as I want. So yeah, that's uh, that's my mindset exactly. where no one can ever do every single thing in marketing by themselves. That's why there's marketing teams. Yes. But if there's a, a smart person who knows what they're doing, creating those teams and running those teams and doing the high level strategy, then you're cooking with 100%. Dinner so the answer is, you can do whatever the heck you want, right? <laughs> <laughs> whatever grows the company. Right. Now, the reason why I thought of someone like you is because I do think you're malleable in that there's lots of things you can do. Now, do I think you'll eventually ultimately be the CMO of this billion dollar business? I don't know. 
do I think I'll be the CEO? I actually hope I'm not eventually, <laughs> right? right? Like, I, so Delegated it's out. not about <laughs> you or me or the future. It's there's no ego here. It's more what will help the the entity, the the business. The you know you got to feed anyway. There's this whole thing about got to feed mama, right? But it's like what helps the entity grow, which will help the most people, which ultimately will help us because as we have like equity in the company and stuff like that, like, and we just like to see the growth and the fulfillment. Right. right? So, but obviously if I, if you come on board tomorrow, I mean, I guess we're kind of co CMOs, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Cause <laughs> yeah, but I am all about with high level people, especially when I hire people, I'm like, what do you think we should do? Right. So the idea is we're working together. We're sharing the vision. We're trying things. We're testing things like what's working. Okay. That's working good. That's not let's shift, shift here. Let's try this out. Okay, we're focused on growing the podcast, but we also want to try out these few things over here. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So to me, I see, for example, maybe you're you're doing creating a podcast like every other week. Whether that's you sharing like your marketing or business knowledge, or maybe you're interviewing someone, mm -hmm. right? And that could end up being once a week, that could end up being once a month. It just depends on how we go about it. I'll just rattle off a bunch of things you could be doing to help. And then we'll just figure out what the highest and best use. Right now, it's like Tara and I are doing everything. So, and our kids help with some stuff, but that's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. So it's like anything anyone is doing right now is more beneficial than what that's doing it all on our own, right? Okay. So it's like, I could see you creating content. I think you're well-spoken and, and I could see you, I'm sure you know people who own businesses or about marketing. So I could see you doing that. I could see you helping us create more and better uh, email sequences. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're good at running ads. You're well-spoken, you like sharing stuff and you're you're good at writing, right? It's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I mean, you're good at a lot of other things I'm sure too, but like, it's like, that's perfect combo. Yeah. So I could see you help us like improving like our show notes and or like blog posts, depending on, you can call it whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I know different models that we could talk about. So it's like right now we've created a bunch of content that I think we can uh, take that content and expand on it, like uh, use it in multiple different areas. Mm -hmm. Like we've done these podcasts, but we have not like taken advantage of like the potential like SEO juice and linked up all the things and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So that's, and also like this doesn't necessarily need to be you doing 100% of all this. Like I see you, know, you potentially working with other people now. Yes, in the the hours that I'm wrote down here, that's kind of like Brian's time. But if you're like, hey, can my assistant help with some of the stuff? Yeah, let's figure out how to pay her, how that works. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's um, yeah, and that's absolutely. I, I you know like for example, of the things you mentioned, so like ads, Facebook and Google ads, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's those are the two usual suspects in in advertising traffic, and then email writing, uh, copywriting, and sequence building, yep. things like that. And then um, the uh, like SEO. So there are places where, you know, like I said, I'm, I have my lanes and then yep. my teammates have their lanes. That's why I work Told with them. Me. And then for anything, let's so like SEO, there's a company here right down the road from me. I'm, I'm buddy, buddy with the CEO. They use AI powered SEO and their awesome. client results are through the roof on all the totally. all the internet you know the, the totally. aggregators of who's doing seo well yeah and that'd be one of those things where i'd be like okay so hey justin we're, we're doing ads well we got our funnels firing here we got x y and z 
Um, but I am noticing our SEO is lacking or, you know, our, yes, hundred percent. And that's where I, I want to go talk to Tim and see if we can bring in someone on his team to handle the SEO for 100%. him, things like that. So I, and that's oh, where it's at more of that high level, like, Hey, I think I recognize we have a deficiency here. Let's take that weakness and try and strengthen it. Or, you know, 100%. we're really strong here. Let's take some budget and build it, you know, stuff like that. And that's, totally. that's, so we'll have like our budget, but I'm always about, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say, if you're going to give me $2 for every dollar I give you, what is my budget going to be? Right. It's going to be, I mean, I'm an investor, right? right? So I've flipped hundreds of houses. Like I will go, if we have a proven process that makes like $5 for every dollar we spend, I'll go raise $10 million <laughs> and you know what I mean? Right. And I'll pay them a percentage or maybe I'll sell equity, but I don't even need to do that. Right. It's like, okay, we're making several hundred percent return here. Like let's throw a bunch of gasoline on this fire. Right. right? So, so yes, there, there's a, a throw a, a burn rate, if you will, like a certain amount of money that like we can spend without making any money until my wife's gonna be like, okay, uh, you put a half a million dollars into this thing. And like, wh where's the, you know what I mean? Right. right. Like there's a certain amount of that. So the goal is to like, keep that will give us leverage, mm -hmm. but the goal is to like make money while we're spending money at some point. At right. Least. At the beginning, I'm okay if that's not happening. Cause that's kind of the intention. Right. right? It's like, um, exactly. But yeah, we're, I mean, we just, we're just messing around right now, just starting to mess around with sponsorships. Right. Which is a lot sooner than what we, plan right. so it's like in a way i'm like okay because we're spending i mean it, it varies and i can get more and i don't want to like go down too much of a rabbit hole but on average we're probably spending about forty thousand dollars per month but we've only been doing that for like a month mm -hmm. so <laughs> in like the last month we spent probably about 40 grand on growing the podcast right but it's growing but there's other strategies that we want to implement and we haven't been getting on other podcasts so it's like who knows? There might be a week where it's like, okay. And you, you said you have a friend that are, are, you know, a guy that like has a course that he taught. Anyway, I mean, it's, I don't think it's totally rocket science. We could probably watch a few YouTube videos and already, we already know what to do, but okay, what's our strategy here. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Let's reach out to like a couple hundred people over the next couple of weeks. And all three of us get on a bunch of interviews, right? Like, and this is like down the road or right, whatever, right? right? It's right. like, what do we want to focus on this week? It's like, okay, this week is let's focus on email sequences. Let's focus on growing this in this way. Okay. So we're growing the podcast. That's cool. But we're spending this much on podcast growth with the goal of growing the podcast so we can monetize the podcast, but also so we can eventually use the podcast to grow our email list. Let's pivot this week and test out growing our email list and see if we can't get like a lower amount to grow our email list, which will then grow our podcast, which we can then use both of those to grow the, the company, right. right? Anyway, so I'm super open, man. Okay. Like the end of the day, the goal is to have a lot of fun, make a lot of money and help a lot of people, yeah. right? I mean, it's, yep. <laughs> that's, those are the goals. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And there's, uh, and just as you're talking, there's so many things running through my head of, different angles, different ways we can do things. And there's uh, one of my, uh, he's, I probably can't call him a mentor. He hasn't physically mentored me. I'd love for him to be my personal coach. Um, but he is, you know, it's one of those like 10, 20 grand type of investments. Um, but yeah. I've, I think I've purchased every product he's ever put out there. He's uh, an email copywriter by trade, but now he is a high level CMO for um, a handful of e-commerce brands. Like this dude has literally climbed the ladder from special ed teacher to like 
very near the top of the copywriting yeah. world. And I've learned a ton from him, but, you know, having opportunities to either, you know, learn from him or be able to invest in, you use Always. investments from coaches and train, not trainers, but like coaches, yeah. personal coaches that can help grow MU as well. Hundred um, percent. So we will, we will absolutely, especially over time, be investing in in stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, the truth is, like, and I know this isn't the goal. I want to make sure the goal is like you're like, hey, let's go make this happen. Right. If you did this for a year and then after a year, like, you would most likely walk away like with just a bunch of additional knowledge and growth oh, yeah. and you know what i mean yeah. so we're not going to do it right out of the gate because we want to like be profitable oh, sure, but sure, sure, sure. yeah no I, i'm thinking long term see, as well so <laughs> i see a place where we're at some point ourselves we're in multiple mastermind groups right because just the you have high level clients right i knew people that were in russell's mastermind groups and it's like they got like 10 clients that were then paying them 25 grand and it's like i paid they paid 25 grand to be in it and they made like a couple hundred grand from being in it and they got all the value of the knowledge right. and it's no connections are huge but no kind of the way i see it long term like right now we don't have an actual program mm -hmm. so i see someone like you and i say someone like you because i want to put on like a ton of pressure sure, right sure. But I, see, I see you <laughs> helping create content helping us grow like internally by like running ads and helping with marketing helping so it's like you're working on the the structure the infrastructure of the company while helping the clients. And then when we do launch our program, I see someone like you coming on like the calls or, or doing calls and helping with people's marketing. Right. Right. So it's like multifaceted, right? Um, actually like doing, doing the, the work, hiring people to do the work, bringing people in to do the work and then helping the, the clients themselves. Right. So it's, it's really cool. Cause we'll have this team that everyone's like, creating content, but also helping our clients right. create content. You've ever been in like a high level mastermind group? Not, not yet. So sounds the, like. The, no. I, I don't, it's not considered a mastermind, but have you heard of uh, entrepreneurs organization EO? Oh yeah. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. that on the call. So I've been part guy. of EO for, this is my second year in there. Um, and that's one of the things where I, I invest a, a good amount of money to, to be a part yeah. of it. And we have monthly, it is essentially a mastermind, a monthly mastermind, yeah, it's, but you yeah, also, um, there's also monthly and few time monthly events where you're, I'm in the accelerator group, which is kind yeah. of the, the goal of graduating into the forum group, which is companies that are oh, a minimum revenue of a million dollars. And, um, we get access to those members and those four members through these combined events. And it's yeah. really cool for me to be able to a have my monthly accountability mastermind group, then also go to these events and be able to talk with people who have hundred million dollar businesses and like totally they've Perfect. done X, Y, and Z. And it's just really cool to be able to learn. Like the, uh, I got to sit down and chat with the, um, the creator of Ugg boots, I forget awesome. his name, David, something. He flew in from Australia to do one of our events. And I was at one of the dinner tables and he was grabbing food. He says, is this seat open? I said, yeah, come on in. Holy. And we talked business Holy. for like 45 minutes. It was just me and him. That's awesome, man. <laughs> so, so, so the first off, before I lose my train of mm -hmm. thought, the reason I was asking if you've been a part of mastermind group is I want to create essentially like this high level mastermind group I was a part of with Russell and I've been in other mastermind groups, but it's like, you go into that room for a couple, two, three days and you leave and you're just like, Oh, yeah. you know, like I can do anything. Cause you literally have a question and there's like 
10, 15 people that are like, do this, try this, boom, boom, just like this. And it's like you've created your own per like perfect, like Megatron, whatever those robots that come together. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like so awesome, man. So I want to create essentially our own high level mastermind group within MU that we grow the company together. But then we're also bringing on like other people just to be a part of that. It might just be like the, the owner of Ugg Boots. Like he's probably not going to come be like work for MU, right? But he can be a resource. Right. He can come. He can share things. He can be a guest on podcasts. We do a special call with our clients. You know what I mean? Right. People like that, right? right? So I mean, essentially, I'm not trying to make it like this is going to be the funnest thing you ever do in your life. It's absolutely going to be work. Like, you know how yeah. it is, right? But it's not work if you're having fun sometimes, you know? Well, I was going to say, like, you literally having a podcast is cool yeah. because you get to talk to cool people that you want to talk to anyway. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like next time you, you go to that, whatever, like reach out to that guy or someone and be like, hey, do you want to come on our podcast? Millionaire University. Yeah. So so I literally like I envision you like doing interviews with people. Yeah. I, maybe you end up doing that like for like half the time you know but you might get after all you might get like tired talking to people all day get takes it out of you it as well does, right? so. but you know I, as you can tell i'm a happy talker so you like it yeah. exactly and that's that's kind of how i am too so i'm like i could do anything i want i, I love talking to people about business yeah yeah and it's, i love looking at where people are and figuring out how to help right them, so. and it's funny you mentioned the podcast well, i mean we've been talking about it already but there's a guy i got hooked up with him probably eight ten months ago um, he created a coaching business around um, teaching people how his system of guesting on podcasts and growing your brand. Yeah, you mentioned that guy. Basically for that. free, like you you get you guest and then you expose yourself to the audience of whoever, whoever it totally. is. Um, so I'm taking his uh, one of his online courses. That's kind of it's kind of awesome. like his entry level course to it. He has yeah. like a if you do his full fledged thing, it's like fifteen twenty grand. But, yeah. um, so I'm kind of feeling this guy out and just seeing what it's about. So I'm starting that. Up. I started it like totally. last night. So, awesome. um, but it, having skills like that and being able to have his framework for getting in, in pot and guessing on pods, like that's another great totally. way to grow MU, um, or yes, five Oak yeah. is to guest on podcasts and put yourself out in front of different audiences that are being offered yeah. to you for an hour yep. slot. Right. And yeah, if, that's yeah. how you found me was through, uh, Nick Loper's podcast. Right? Yeah, totally. And that's how I found totally. this po this podcast guy found me through Nick Loper's podcast. So like that totally. was a huge thing to be able to get on that podcast for me. Yep. So yep. But um, no, it's that's no, it's awesome. Yeah. Man. So no, that's that's kind of like something that we're going to be doing in the near future. Like we've been spending money on getting on, like people, just doing commercials on their, on either on their shows or on podcast players, right? But the next thing we're like, okay. Let's start reaching out to a whole bunch of people and getting on the shows. We actually talked to our agent today or yesterday, and we're and one of the things we're going to start doing is if someone wants us to sponsor their show, um, they also need to like interview us on their show, and we'll interview them on our show too. Like we don't, it's great for us. It helps us create content. Right. I can have a conversation with yeah, anyone. And like who wouldn't want to do that, right? And like, create content out of it. Yeah, it's a huge win-win. Yeah. So I see you as like. A partner essentially like a, an, an extension of it like likewise yeah and that's how it was like i would with my my team before i'm like don't just ask me questions because like like what do you want to do you know and you're super once again you're a super high level guy like yeah 
just let people go. It's like, have have a similar vision and dream. And it's like, hey, let's go. Let's do this. Obviously, you got to coordinate and all that. But the cool <laughs> thing about this kind of relationship is like, if we decide in three months to a year that, oh, we maybe this isn't totally what we wanted to do, or we find something else we want to do. Cool. You've earned a little bit of equity, nothing crazy. But it's like, if we go blow up this thing, it's like, hey, you helped in the beginning. You got a little piece of something. Right. And there you go. And if, if it doesn't, you're like, well, I only put in so much time. Right. But if you're in it all in for like several years, you're kind of building up as you go. You helped it grow. Mm -hmm. So the way I look at it is I'm in a spot right now where I'm able to give time and money. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and kind of the, the head vision, whatever you want to call it, the initial vision. I already have a platform experience, all that. You're in a spot where it's like you don't need a ton of money, but you need some money, but you want some upside. So it's like, okay, but you also need to like, make sure you're making like a certain amount of income, take care of your family. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have some people who just like, they just, they have to make a certain amount of money and maybe they don't have like the vision that you and I have. And that's cool too. We can bring them in and we'll still give them a little something for fun, you know, yeah, keep it interesting. But it's like, yeah, everyone's in a different spot. There might be at some point where some people just want to give money and not time. And it's like, that's not my biggest interest right now because I don't want to sell like a lot of equity because I want to, I want to keep a lot of equity in, in, internally. Right. But if we're like, we, if we get to the point where we know for every person we hire or bring on, we're making a multiple of this. And by now the company is evaluated at like 50 million or a hundred million. And it's like, okay, we can sell 5% of the company. And I don't know. I'm more interested if we do ever sell any like poor, small portions of it, I would rather have like a thousand people, like a crowd share crowdfunding type mm -hmm. thing. A thousand people invest a little bit of money because then what's going to happen. Those thousand people are going to be out being like evangelists, right? right? They're going to be like selling, selling the heck out right. of it. You know, exactly. Um, it's like Bitcoin. Like anyone who owns Bitcoin or cryptocurrency is out like, right. Yeah, right? right. And they like kind of got it towards. Yeah. And then there's, you know, there's a whole thing where there's, I remember when I was in high school um, at the career center, you know, is my mom volunteered there. They actually, they used to have a full-time person working it, but it'd be where representatives from colleges or tech schools or whatever would come in and for juniors and seniors, you know, for a half hour at lunch, they do like a presentation on their college and they tell them all about Holy. themselves, but like having a small army of, you know, evangelists of mu going to high schools yep. and you know whatever totally. schools and being able to preach about mu is another avenue to growth you know putting yourselves out you know yep. it's i was just reading something i think it was my my email guy was um he was sending emails saying about how do you go find your tribe they're somewhere on this giant earth but you need to pinpoint exactly uh -huh. where they are and invest your time uh -huh. and resources and going to them rather than you totally. know, shotgun blasting or whatever so totally yeah. And we are at a day and age where a lot of people are seeing it's like we're at this like tipping point i feel like with college mm -hmm. so i feel like the opportunity is ripe i feel like it used to when you and i were like just starting going to college it was like if you don't go to college you're a loser right, right? i feel like a lot more people are a lot more open yep to the different opportunities that are out yep. there once again it's it starts with the free content and then we'll have some online programs but there may be depending on how we pivot like I see a possibility someday where whether it's like one big school or like a few different satellite type Branches, schools, yeah. 
where people come right. like especially like you know young age it might be kind of weird to have like you know and like cute like 18 year old girl with like a 70 year old i mean it <laughs> yeah. just depends yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I guess that's not weird because we're going to be those older yeah. men. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, like, no, it's probably be fine. Either way, even older people go to college even today, right. right? But anyway, point being is like where people come together. And this is my concept of if this happens. And, and I could see us doing this online as well in different ways. But it's a lot easier to have more accountability if you have these kids that are just kind of ripe and ready to go. And they have a few years before you know, in their mind and their parents' mind, it's like, oh, this is like college time, right? right? But it's like year one, like, let's say everyone pays like $30,000, right? But year one, the goal is that they make more money than they spend, mm -hmm. right? And this is kind of some, you've mentioned this, kind of some things we talked about. And then year two, they now have like a business that's making like a six, six figures, right? right? Year three, they're making like a higher six figures. And by the time they graduate, they have like a, the seven figure business. And I think just about anyone can do that if they're focused on it hundred percent, if they're surrounded with the right people, they have the mentors, they have the colleagues, they have, everyone has that same vision, that same focus. Right. I think it could end up being the school. I mean, can you imagine like if we were to create that level of success with like one school where people are graduating from the school, like, yeah. I mean, forget about a billion dollars like in 15 years this will be like a 10 billion dollar yeah. company right we'd, like it's just we'd be on all the uh the morning show circuits and totally we'd be best yes, friends with 100%. mike Rowe, that's for sure yeah yeah exactly i'm like all right brian you go you go do all the interviews I'm yeah that's, <laughs> that's my dream pod is to for whatever reason find my way onto the micro podcast <laughs> dude let's do it yeah. man you just do a, a, an exchange with them be like hey you can come on millionaire university yeah and then I'll come on your show. Yeah. And he's one of those people where his his audience on Facebook alone is six million deep. So like that's one of those people where you get on you get on his pod or he's on yours, like Yeah. You're getting a lot of hits. <laughs> totally. totally. Yeah. So anyway, I mean once as you know, like it's not gonna be easy. Getting traction in anything is always the hardest. It's, it's always easier up here. And then when it's time to come execute, that's when you find the the road bumps and the, the totally. times to pivot and adapt. And I, I'm where you and I yeah. are both very familiar with that for sure. So I wanna be super clear, like if and or when or how, like we get into this, like part of it, part of the people I'm looking for are people who like that's who you know who you wanna work with, mm -hmm. right? When the times are hard, how do they respond? Right. Are they just like, oh, I'm out. Screw this. Yeah, this isn't working. Right. And once again, at the end of the day, like if it doesn't work out, no harm, no foul. It's like you got paid a little bit of money. Uh, maybe it isn't quite what you're worth, but you got a little bit of equity too. And if that equity does go up, then you hit the jackpot, right? right? If it doesn't, then it's like, well, I didn't lose a whole lot. I learned. I grew. But yeah. Okay. And then also for whether it's me or whoever or other people that are brought on, the monthly, you know, essentially your payroll that's all coming from the seed money, right? Like, and, and, and obviously once we're profitable, then you start paying internal bills with profit. We don't want to bring on too, too many right. like salary type people. You know, you got, there's lots of contracts, stuff like that, right? Um, like it, before we're profitable. Right. You know, we want to keep that kind of to a minimum. We want to leverage guests, other people that want to come and help create content for like, so far we haven't like paid anyone because People like to be interviewed on podcasts. Mm -hmm. We have more people that want to be interviewed than we could ever accommodate, mm -hmm. right? That will come on for free. And, but 
but you still need people to do those interviews, to reach out to the, you need all the things to market the company, all that. Right. right. But yes, you're right. Like the concept is we want to invest a lot to grow the podcast. We want to invest some in, in the people to help grow that. And then once we become profitable, just reinvest most of that. Right. So the idea being like year one and two, not being super profitable, but then year three, as we launch like higher level things, like, okay, there's like a pretty good influx of cash, still reinvest most of that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there will come a point where it's like, okay, eventually I would love to have you or someone like you full time. Right, right. Does that make yes. sense? Where this is your, we essentially like buy Ricochet and I'm not, you know what I mean? Like we, we, when I say buy, yeah, if there's a revenue stream, we could figure that part out, mm -hmm. right? If that we incorporate, but we essentially like, cons like we get Brian full time, maybe your assistant comes. Like, I'm not saying you need to do all this. Right. Right. We're, we're thinking but I just want to make sure you know, like, yeah. eventually, like, I think that would be cool to where if it makes more sense for you to do this, then be like, kind of like divided in your focus. Mm -hmm. Yes. But you're right. It gives us the opportunity to move forward if we want without a lot of risk right. because we could even start it out. You're like, okay, I only have like 10 hours a week that I, or five hours a week that I can give for the first month. We just, we just prorate it. Mm -hmm. Let's have you do these things. Right. And then you're like, Hey, I, I think I can find more time to do this. Right. Right. We can totally ease into it or ease out of it. No harm, no foul. The way we'll pay you is a little bit of money, a little bit of equity. The equity is the like riskier part. It's like not worth that much or it's worth, and I believe it will be worth a lot right. more. It could be a retirement right. fund essentially, right. right? exactly. It could be your investment in Apple or like Amazon like 20 years ago. Right. I just want to be 100% clear that I do have, and I think I kind of mentioned this in the email, a vision someday of, it's like we have this huge audience, right? They're going to want to come to us to help grow their business. Mm -hmm. That's education, that's tools, that's research, products and services, right? There's a most likely one of those services will be market. Like there's most likely that Millionaire University will have a very large like marketing agency type arm right. within it. So I just want to be 100% straightforward. So like a year from now, you're not like, oh, I thought that I could like go full board in MU and then just be like, everyone in MU like becomes my clients. Like, I just want to make sure it's clear that like, no, <laughs> I want to make an agency within MU. Right. So. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> uh, my mindset, even before this call is very much like just, you know, how you know, us entrepreneurs start dreaming. All right. Is very much aligned with what you explained because that's, yeah. Especially if it's something where the boxes are checked, where we like working together, we're doing well, the I'm producing what, what needs to be produced totally. and the sky's the limit. Then yeah, then then we start working more towards all right. This is 100% of 100%. what we're doing, and we are we are all in. I'm, I'd be all in yeah. from the get go with that being totally. my goal. Kind of like the company's totally. goal of being a billion. My goal is to be part of that. So totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. We might, uh, you know, three years from now have like ten insane, amazing marketers, and you're like, this is awesome. Like I get to be in this like almost like partners with like ten amazing marketers. Yeah, we have this sales ninja right here. We have this person like runs our events and does the fulfill, you know, fulfillment. And then we got this person's coordinating the calls and the schedule of all. Anyway, That's the dream. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I just think it'd be cool to be a big. Once again, like I'm like big vision. I like to take action. I like to get things started. 
But at some point, I will bring someone in, whether we call them a COO, a CMO, I mean, a, a CEO, mm-hmm. I meant, or whatever you want to call it, who's more organized than I. Like, I think I'm kind of organized in a in a, an entrepreneurial, like, fly by the seat of your pants <laughs> yeah. way, right? But <laughs> I'm all organized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my personality, yeah. right? So I want to bring someone in who's a little more like, boom, 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 and call them whatever you want, right? right. But there will be other, like, I can't do it alone. You can't do it. I can't just you and I can't do it right. alone. So yeah. Anyway, I don't think either you and I. Sometimes people come in, they're like, "I'm gonna be this no matter what," and it's like, "No, we just want to make money." Yeah. And my goal is to create. I'm kind of going off on a tangent. That's right. My goal is to align incentives in a way where people are just so motivated to where they just are like, "Let's grow this thing." Like they feel ownership. They're uh, they're naturally just pulled to do that, right? right? But you coming in like early on, that's why I'm saying like, there's more of a risk for you, right? That's why it's like, I want to match your compensation versus people in the future. Number one, at that point, like if the company's valued at like 20 million, it's like, hey, your your stock is already worth twice as much, right? So they'll come in at whatever evaluation we have at that time. And we'll come up with a more formal way to evaluate in the future. Right. But it's like, they're coming in at the current evaluation and it'll probably be like anywhere from 15, 20, if they're high level, maybe up to 50% of what they're getting paid, they'll also get in stock. Right. As to where with you, I'm matching it because you're coming in early on. I'm trying to like give you more like enticement. And if you are helping grow it from the beginning, I think that's well-deserved. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So anyway. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is all, it's really exciting. I am I, I don't know. I got that, that, uh, entrepreneur excitement going. <laughs> oh, I know. It's fun. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, no. I don't I mean, yeah, go ahead. What are you going to say? Oh, no, I was just, uh, you, you go. <laughs> no, if you can give me an answer in 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm what do you think um, right now? No. <laughs> so think about it, but what I, my suggestion, if you're open to it is maybe we just start you, you basically look at your schedule and you decide how many hours you're available and we try to like have a certain amount of hours that we start out with. Yeah. And we just kind of start working together. And then once again, after a week, you might be like, yeah, it's just, I'm too busy or I don't like you or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well you got paid. It's like you're a contractor essentially right. until we solidify something. Sure. It's like you get paid and then our agreement as far as like equity will be an email for at least a few weeks. And then I'll have my attorney draft something up. When, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. I, I think, I think we're on, I don't think you're overly concerned about like, you know, we haven't even like decided if we're going to work together and it might be a few hours a week. I don't think I need to like pay an attorney a grand to like come up with an agreement. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, let's ease into this, but with an email agreement. And then, yeah. uh, I mean, if you want to do it. Right. So think about it. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I- and then if you're like, yeah, I want to try out some hours. And it's, don't worry too much about Five Oak. If and when those guys need you and want to utilize your time, cool. If not, I've got plenty of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, that's that's what I gather, and that's that's totally fine too. You know, that's I know that's a whole separate entity. So uh, I'll have you making podcasts next week if you're ready, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I, uh, like I'm build a plane while you fly. I'm kind of the same way. So that you know, yeah. trial by fire. I've 
the best way for me to learn. I'm kinesthetic, so like learn by doing, even if I don't really know what I'm doing. Totally. I'll just I'm the get same way. Some guidance along yeah. the way, and we go. <laughs> and I don't think this will happen, but in a week or two, like I'm like, oh, Brian doesn't really know. I thought he knew all the stuff he doesn't. Like I know it's not going to happen. You know what <laughs> I mean? But my point is, like, we're not fully committing to anything. Right. It's just kind of a way to like get to know each other better and work together. Yep. And then at some point, we're like, okay, like, let's let's go further or not or whatever. And that's cool too. Right. No, I have no issue with that. It's going to, in my mind, it's going to take hundreds, if not thousands of people to get this thing to a billion dollar company. I don't mean thousands of people that work for us. Right. People that are either part, a member or like sharing the good word. So what, whatever part that Brian fits into that or doesn't, whether it's just what we've done in the past, I'm stoked. I'm grateful for you. And it's been, yeah, it's been awesome. Absolutely. So I think it'd be cool to do some podcasts and in the future, it'll be like coaching calls with clients, right? right? Where we get on, it's like, I'm doing my thing. And then you hop on and you're like, well, you could run this Facebook campaign in this way and do this and this. And, and it's like, boom, right. you know, I used to do that with my, um, my house. Cause I had some coaches that helped me with the house flipping business. It's very rare. You don't ever hear about someone selling like a house flipping education business. Right. right? But I did it because I got out of the way. Yeah. I, I brought, I started it, then I brought people together, they, then they didn't like need me, right. right? But I would get on these calls with my coaches or, or one coach, this one guy specifically, Andy McFarlane, and we would just like riff. It's like, he would say something I would say, and it was just like a perfect combination, yeah. you know? So anyway. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. Um, well, yeah. So let me, um, done is better than perfect and take action before sitting on your duff for too long or else the opportunity might miss you. So you can already tell I'm very interested and I, I would like to do it. Let me just sleep on it and think through some thoughts. Kind of, yeah. cause I want to, I want to think about more of the type of marketing and what, what all would go into, um, the things we can do or, you know, it, whether it's starting small and let me tackle some, let me handle Facebook ads or let me build a funnel Holy. for X, Y, Z. Right. Um, yeah. So, and once again, I know we're talking about like high level, but don't feel like I'm going to be disappointed if like we don't need to overcommit. I just like to share the vi future vision. Right. So we kind of know where we might be going right. together or whatever, or where we could go if we yeah, want. And but at the end of the day, yeah, we can just get going in any capacity that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I always tell people I never was an engineer and I never will be an engineer, but I will be a reverse engineer because I like to yes. plot out where I want to be <laughs> totally. and then just reverse engineer it backwards 100%. down to a micro yeah. level so I know what step to take in the next 10 minutes or the next day. Right? Yeah, I think the exact same yeah. way. Awesome. Okay, cool. Sweet. Well, You'll see this on tomorrow's episode. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I, I might, I might use some of it at some point. I'll definitely edit out the part where you're. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe we review it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You have my permission. If there's any tidbits you want to pull out of here for a piece of content, you have my permission. So. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll, I, I try to be conscientious. Yeah. That. Yeah. And if you ever hear anything on a podcast, you don't like just reach out to me and I can go in and edit. <laughs> and then at least like, you know, some people heard it, but hopefully the person you don't want to hear it didn't. Yeah, hear it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's too funny. Awesome. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, maybe I'll, um, I'll sleep on it. Maybe I'll reach out to you tomorrow and schedule a call for next week or I'll, yeah, no I'll definitely by early next week, I'll, I'll pop you a message and we'll kind of discuss the next steps. Okay. Sounds okay. good. All right. Thanks. Awesome. Brian. Well, thanks, Justin. Have a great, uh, great time at pickleball. I'm jealous. I will, man. Go kill it. Go get those guys. Crush kidding. it. Crush it. <laughs> those old people. Nice. Old people and women basically. Nah, like, no, it's, I mean, 
there's a lot younger people yeah. now, but it used to, but it's, it is some of an older demographic. Right? Yeah. So, is it like a pickleball um, league? So this group is just a, a good group that like, I'm probably like, like pickleball is like a scale of one to five. And I'm probably like a three and a half. Like I'm not great, but I'm not yeah. the worst. You're pretty either. good. You're athletic. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a group that is about three and a half. So I really like playing with them because I don't have to worry about who I'm getting stuck with. I'm either getting creamed or I'm not. Sometimes you go and play open play and you end up with like a new person. And it's like, okay, this would be fun if it was like I'm bonding with my son or something, right. you know, but I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. So it, this group is fun. Like every once in a while, they need a, a person to play. And so I'll jump in oh, cool. and play. But right. anyway. That'll be fun. I play like once, maybe twice a week. Yeah. But nice. Nice. Anyway. That sounds awesome. All right, All right. man. Have a good yep, one. Yeah, you too. I'll catch okay. you later. Okay. Talk yep. soon. Bye. Bye.